Welcome to another episode of DharmaCast. I'm Dada Veda Pragyananda, and today we're going to be doing, um, I'm going to be answering a request I got from somebody. Someone emailed me and, and asked me to do an episode on what he called Dharma Prachar, that means spreading spirituality. How can we spread spirituality? So if you're a newcomer, then you're thinking, well, what, I just want to learn. But, but the thing is that when you start to learn something, and if you think it's helping you and it's doing a good, good job in, in making you or helping you to walk on the path to improvement, then it sometimes becomes natural that you want to share it with others. So the question comes, how is the best way we can share what we're doing in, on the spiritual path with other people? So in that um, question that he asked me, he said Dharma Prachar. Dharma means spirituality in the in, um, broad sense, but specifically it actually, if we analyze that, then we can get an idea of how we can spread spirituality if we analyze that Sanskrit word. So Dharma means the, the innate quality of, of something, the essence of something, which distinguishes it from all other things. So we say the dharma of a fire is, is to burn. It has, if it's not burning something, then we, we're not going to call it fire, we're going to call it something else. So, so what is the dharma of the human being? That's the question here. And, and for the yogi, we say that we have a higher essence than just our apparent animal nature, because we are mammals, you know, the scientists will classify us as mammals and we, we share many qualities with the with the other animals but we have something which distinguishes ourselves and this is the qualities of what's called the human nature or human dharma so if we analyze those that those human qualities then we get the key to how we can uh, live like that but also to to spread it to others so the first quality in, in Dharma, for, of the human Dharma, is that we expand our mind. So that's really what we're doing in meditation when we're asking people to, instead of just thinking that they're a sack of flesh and, and bones and skin and bones, we, we start to meditate on our, our ultimate nature, our higher nature, which is that, that innate love that, that within us, that innate consciousness that's within us. And so we meditate on that consciousness and we meditate on that love. So, we, and to do that you have to expand your concept of what you are. So you're not just a, a, a Russian or American or a Hindu or an atheist or whatever you label yourself or whatever society labels you. You're, you're something expanded. Your mind starts to expand. So like if you try to meditate on the the higher consciousness, we call it unlimited consciousness, a consciousness that has no boundaries. So now you're here in a boundary, you're in this physical body, you're in a particular locality, so that's already there are certain boundaries. But now we're asking you to meditate to forget these things. And when you meditate, you close your eyes so you can forget these things. And we're asking you to forget these things and to go on, a, on another kind of voyage, a, a, a mental and spiritual voyage in, in your mind and in your heart. So, so you're expanding your mind. 
So that's the first step, and it's the first quality of, of, of human dharma, is that we want to expand our minds. So, now how are we going to convince people? The best way that we can convince people about this is that if in our daily life we live as if we are working with an expanded mind, we have broad-mindedness, and we are ready to accept many things which other people are not ready to accept. And if we become that kind of broad-minded, accepting person, then definitely it's going, people are going to uh, look at us and say, oh, yeah, this is uh, someone I can respect. So this expansive mind, this, which is part of the process of meditation, but it's also a quality that we can acquire and we can exhibit. And if we acquire that, that quality, then definitely people are going to ask us, well, what are you doing? How are you, how are you getting such an expanded mind? How are you getting such a broad-minded uh, personality? So this is the first step. Then the second step in the um, human dharma is called rasa. And rasa means flowing with the cosmic consciousness. It's like a, a river. So when you, you paddle against the current, it's very tough going. But if you paddle with the current, then it's easy. And when things become easy and you're paddling with the current and you're, and you're enjoying that ride, that ride, or that cosmic ride, then you feel the love. And that's why in the, um, in, the, in the mythology of India, there's the idea of Krishna, and he was dancing the Rasalila, and the Rasalila is a dance of love. So what is that love? That love is when we're feeling the cosmic consciousness with us, and then every particle of the universe, we feel that it's some expression of this loving entity. So when we go into this spiritual flow, this is part of the, the journey on the spiritual path, and we go into this spiritual flow, then we are experiencing the rasa. And when we're experiencing this flow, and we, we're getting some, a little bit of pleasure out of, out of our meditation, out of our spiritual practice, this also shows in our conduct, in our daily life, because when you're in a, in a joyful mood, in a happy mood, you're in a loving mood, then this also is appreciated by those around us. So this is another way in which once you start to practice uh, spiritual pursuits, then that very pursuit that you're practicing will exhibit itself in your personality and in your conduct. And then the third step in, in this concept of, of Dharma is called Seva. So what is Seva? Seva means service, service to others without respect getting anything in return. It's not like a, a business say we're in service, but no, they're in business, they're getting money for their thing. But service means when you're doing something and not, it's not for material uh, gain, not for even prestige gain. You're doing it for the sake of service. So this is what is called seva. 
and and what you might have noticed that in the the kind of people who society labels as saints or as good people you notice that they they do service they 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 do some kind of selfless service uh, we recognize great people by their their service and their sacrifice so this is also part of the spiritual practice you should you should do some seva different kind, whether it be to the inanimates or the animate world, the animals and the plants, that's also a kind of seva to feed the plants and the animals, but and then to help human beings and then helping human beings do many different kinds of seva, how you can help them. You can help them intellectually and you can help them physically. Um, you can help them even by providing um, security and defense. There's so many ways that we can serve humanity. So when you walk on the spiritual path, we will tell you, yeah, you should do some service. But more than that, what happens is doing service becomes a part of your nature and, and you become a, a serving type of person that looks for opportunities and how they can help. They're not always thinking, what's, what's in it for me? But they're thinking about what I can give and what we can give. So this service-mindedness and this serviceful nature begin to exhibit in your personality. And when that happens, also people begin to respect it. So the, the real key, if we want to spread spirituality or we want to spread anything, is to become a good example. To become a good example. This is the key. So it's what I tell people is you can't bluff this thing. You can't bluff spirituality. Um, you know, you read a lot of books and you have a lot of intellectual knowledge about it and you can talk, a pretty talk about it. But that's just, but if there's nothing to back it up, it's just bluffing. So real spirituality cannot be bluffed. It has to be lived. So if you can live um, with an expanded mind, with a loving consciousness that's flowing with the supreme consciousness and, and is exuding love to the, all the uh, others who are accompanying us on this journey of life. And if you can serve those people who need to be served, who need service, and if you can do these three things very nicely, then you won't have to give big speeches about what you're doing. People will will even ask you what you're doing and, and then it will be very easy to um, guide others to a better life, a spiritual life, and to help others to walk on the same path that you are walking. So this is my answer in a nutshell to that question which I just recently got an email. And on this um, topic, um, I want to request something from you. Because oftentimes I'm at a loss. What should I say? I've already done 40, 50 podcasts, so I think I've said everything. But maybe I haven't said it in the way that you want it. So if you have any topics or themes that you want me to address in future podcasts, just send me an email and um, you, know, you can contact me at, at info at dharmacast.com. That's one way to get in contact with me. So if you send me an email, um, I'll be happy to give it a shot and give it a try and to satisfy 
your request and then there will be more podcasts coming up in the future. So I want to finish with our Namaskar. It means I salute the divinity that's within you. And I salute it with my mind and all the love and cordiality of my heart. So Namaskar until the next time. Thank you for listening.